A popular outcast production. Yes, 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 yes. Cord. Okay. Hi. I recorded under the cord oh. instead of one. Oh. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay. Hi there. Hello. Hi. This is this is Yes Man. This is weird. I already can tell this is gonna be different. Yeah. We're sorry okay. about this. Do you want to explain what's going on? Well, you see, people. Uh, I'm on vacation, and we didn't have an opportunity to record before I left because somebody's fan base decided they weren't going to submit any questions. Oh, it's not their fault. <laughs> no, I'm... They're used to this. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, honestly, you and I completely forgot, I think. Yeah, pretty much. one day, one day you were just like, oh, by the way, we're going to have to record via Skype. I, and I completely forgot. I, I totally forgot that you were going. It's okay. So it's fine. This is, this is going to be cool. They'll still get the job done. We're getting used to it for when you're gone for the... Uh, the, the semester abroad. Yeah. Yeah, first. So, get used to this, people, because this is going to be what Yes Men sounds like from s the end of September to the end of December. Yeah. But at least it's not echoey. Yeah. Oh, the, the cat's taking a poop over there. It's Oh, little Wait. poopy. No, she's not. I just smelled it. Oh. Alright, uh, do you want to do a, do you want to, do you want to get started? Yeah. We got an email this so, week from... Yo. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna... No, if you already had an email pulled up, you can feel free to read it. <laughs> no, no, you go. I didn't really... I don't really know who it's from yet. Well, I mean, there's like the whole line at the top that tells you who it's from. <laughs> right, yeah, I just haven't decided if I wanted to... <laughs> who I wanted to say it was from yet. <laughs> <laughs> well... We got an email this week from Kara Dirk, who's actually sitting right next to you. Yes, she is. And she wants to know how she can help Popular Outcast Productions. So, since you're sitting next to her, do you want to tell her how, how she can help? Well, Kara, <laughs> you know how sometimes you shop on Amazon? Yeah. How do you do it? Do you go to www.amazon.com? Mm-hmm. Well, don't do that. Go to popularoutcast.com or yesmen.popularoutcast.com and both, uh, either this episode or on the actual Popular Outcast website, there's the Amazon banner. Mm -hmm. And what you do is you click on that after you clear your cookies, of course, and shop like you normally would. And then Popular Outcast Production Network it's an itty-bitty taste of your purchase, but it doesn't cost you any extra. So, we get some money, you get what you want, and everyone's happy we stay a free podcast. Holy Hooray. crow! <laughs> What'd she say? Holy crow. Holy crow! <laughs> yeah, you guys listened to the popular podcast your whole drive there. Yep, we you? listened to go? Uh, <laughs> six episodes on the drive down, and we're going to listen to six wow. more on the drive home. <laughs> Hopefully that was enjoyable for you. It made the trip go a lot faster than just listening to music would have. I'm I'm uh, going to Hilton Head next this coming Friday. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to make my grandma listen to a bunch of podcasts. <laughs> but I haven't decided if she's going to listen to ours yet or not. But either way, I think it will make the drive faster to have someone to listen to. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, it definitely goes quicker than when you listen to music. Yeah. So, hey, now that I think about that, maybe we should record our next episode before I leave on Friday. Yeah, maybe we should. So, hey, if you're listening to this now, get us some questions, like, today. And we'll, get, we'll get an episode recorded together in person before I, yeah. I leave. Yeah, and maybe if you get us uh, questions in time, it'll be a good episode and a long episode. Oh, my God. And we'll be able to sit across from each other again, and you can get a strange one like you did last week. Yeah, hopefully that wasn't too much. Maybe you'll get to hear Mike say the N-word again. Okay, okay. Hold on. <laughs> that did happen. But we got business to take care of. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um, who wants to start? Do you want to do you want to read one, or do you want me to read one? Uh, I'll start. Who's okay, question? Do you want to go with? Do you want to read first? one first? Because that one came in first. Okay, go ahead. Well, you go ahead and read first then. Okay, let me go find it. Because <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. Sorry. It's all right. No, no, no. It's all right. This is. There we go. There we go. Okay. Alright. It's cute because they're, they're whispering to each other. And I can see, I can see a hand trying to feed Chris fried chicken. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> You're ruining everything. Alright. Well, we got a question here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start reading it. Um, I think we're keeping it, I think we're keeping it anonymous. Although you can probably figure out who it is because we do talk about a screen name. All right. Yes, men. What are your thoughts on changing the name of your business after it's established? When I opened my Etsy shop, I didn't expect it to go anywhere, so I took nothing into consideration. Least of all, the name. Now I'm, semi-successful, I'm a semi-successful business that's also well-known in the local art community, named after a 19-year-old's purposely misspelled MySpace screen name. Everyone I've mentioned it to says not to change it, but I want to facepalm every time I have to say it out loud. Thanks for any thoughts or suggestions. Seriously, love the podcast. Morbid ecstasy, facepalm. <laughs> ecstasy is spelled with an X. Yeah. Um, I personally, uh, if you want to change it, that's ultimately your decision. But I think you, I personally would keep it because at one point in time it was the thing you wanted to be known as. Yeah. Uh, I personally am in a similar boat. My email address that I use for just about everything, I created when I was like 15. And it's got two X's at the beginning, and then an X in the middle to separate the two words. And I hate myself every time I need to give someone my email address. Yeah, because I tried to add you on here, even, and I missed the middle X. I, I didn't even see it. That's why I texted you 50 times. Yeah. <laughs> I can't find it. It's not working. <laughs> uh, well, I'm in the same boat because my screen name, 22222, came from when I was younger. And believe it or not, Chris, it's not from a ska song. I promise. Uh, it's, uh, it was just because I have two different colored hair. Not that I dyed it. I, it's natural. <laughs> you, you know that. Mm-hmm. But I have some white hair. So it's, I was going to just go with two-tone, but that was taken, so I just sprinkled some twos in there. And now whenever I tell someone, it's like, no, it's T-W-O, and then the number two... And the T-O-N-E, and then the number 22. That's how you, that's how you do it. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess when it comes to like a screen name, it's not a big deal. But if you are doing a business name, that's where it gets kind of confusing. Yeah. Because, I, I, I mean, I, I, 
I know from you following a bunch of our stuff that you do have, you, you are on a lot of social media platforms, um, but when you're running a business under the name Morbid Ecstasy, um, depending on what you sell, that may be kind of confusing to people, right? Well, yeah, but at the same time, if she changes her identity after well, she's already become established, it may be difficult for people to continue to find her stuff. That would be like if we changed our podcast name. Yeah. You know, people are already used to something, and if they're going to you for a service, then it's going to be difficult for them to find that service after it's been changed. Because you can't just search a description of what the item is that you're selling. That's stuff too. You, for us, you'd have to search advice podcast with two guys. <laughs> you know, that'd be tough to find. Yeah. So. I mean, I can see why she'd want to change it, but at the same time, it's it's how she's established herself, and it's... Right. And if that's the way you're doing it, then just stick with it. Um... I mean, maybe you could embrace the fact that it was a misspelled MySpace screen name. Purposely misspelled. Yeah. That'd be kind of funny. I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, if, if it really makes you facepalm that bad, and that's what you're worried about, um, and you do see that you're you're gaining popularity and success on Etsy, then maybe, maybe now is the time to change it before it's too late. Yeah. Because if you continue on the uprise, then that could be tough. And, you know, if you... I know through Etsy you do get screen names as to who bought your stuff, maybe you could just send that, your, your new uh, store name to all those users. Just to let them know, like, hey, if you ever need my services again, here's where you can find me. Or she could take the Prince route and become the artist formerly known as Morbid Ecstasy. Yes, which would be kind of funny. <laughs> and it's just a symbol. Yeah. Of like, I don't know. I'm not sure what you sell, but I'm going to check it out after this. Definitely. I'm actually going to check it out now. We'll plug it. But do you want to read the next one? Yep. Uh, our next email is from... You know what? I'm, I'm going to go out of order with this one. Because That's fine. Because I kind of want to save the, the one, one specific one for last. So we'll go... This email is from the fellow who asked us about long-distance relationships. Right. Uh... From a while ago. Yeah. He said, first, here's a quick update. I've been working on the stuff you suggested earlier with her being in completely different time zones, etc., etc., and seems to be working pretty well. <clears throat> Although, at the moment, she's tra traversing over Spain and Croatia, so it's difficult because of pure lack of communication. Cue the internal fear, but it'll work out. So, question. This might get long-winded, but I'll try and be brief. Last year, I finished a BA in Modern History and Philosophy. Towards the end of that degree, I felt as if my brain was being constantly broken. Patterns of thought weren't making too much sense. All of that sort of paranoia that comes with a philosophy degree. I'm sure you know the dealio. I feel like I believe... I feel like nothing I believe is stable. Everything is shifting and objective. All of that stuff. Apparently, this is quite normal. One of my good friends slash teachers said that if you do a degree in philosophy and don't have a mental breakdown afterwards, you probably didn't do it right. I feel like this change has significantly affected the way I, in which I interact with people very negatively. I feel like I have to become a bitter and negative person because you can't believe in anything, blah blah, 
As a consequence, I've lost a couple of friends, but I feel like I'm going down into this deep spiral of formlessness that has no escape. Now that I've seen that personal ethics and thoughts are changeable on a dime, I can't go back. I'm aware that my actions and thoughts and conversations are having a very negative effect on people, but I feel that any time I'm honest about it, it comes off as whiny and attention-seeking. A couple of people have called me out on being whiny when I have talked about how I'm aware I'm being negative, and so I keep things further inside, which festers. Bad. And then that manifests in bad feelings, sadness, self-loathing, and all that fun jazz. I've made some pretty significant shifts in order to try and stifle this way of thinking, exercising and going out and doing new things, but the only long-lasting effect that has is to make me more insular and introverted depressed. So I guess my question is as follows. I've had this massive shift in the way I think and this change is causing negative effects on my personal relations and my way of life. I'm very conscious of how this is happening and yet I can't seem to stop this wave of hurtfulness. What would you recommend to stop this massive change in personal thoughts affecting everyone I care about and love in a very negative manner? I'm conscious that it is coming from myself and yet I can't find the break, and it's ruining my life very slowly. But I also can't go back and unchange it, you know? Uh, and then in parentheses, I should probably state here that it was not caused by drugs or alcohol or anything, or, uh, or anything like that, but a distinct flash and realization, no substance is involved, with an exclamation point. Anyway. Hope that's even slightly coherent. Loving the show so far, guys. The political discussion at the end of the last episode, uh, ethics of me, and then it was referencing ethics and manufacturing was intriguing to listen to. Love, you know who. <laughs> you know who. Um, well, you know who. Um, uh, I'm, my difficult, jeez. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this one. I don't know either. This is um, a big one. I forgot. I, I forgot this was on our list of things to answer today. Um, wow. Do you have a place you want to start? I just. Okay, I want to start with. I find it difficult to see that the people he loves and care like those that he loves and cares about. For some reason, that feels really weird saying it that way. People that he cares and loves about. Yeah, loves those people that he care about, he cares about so much. <laughs> I'm just a mess. It's alright. It's um, alright. I find it difficult that they're not as accepting. Like they, I feel like they should be more accepting and understanding that, like, this is just how he's ha how it's become for him, and he can't control it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people. I'm not saying that that you know who has changed um but people can change and i think you need to be open to that i mean even my personality has shifted from when i was in high school and yeah the i mean who i do consider closest to me have noticed that but it hasn't changed i mean um, i'm in my i'm in my second year of college and i would say since i've started i've changed significantly personality wise yeah and 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 that's something that happens and he's He's still in college. I'm using air quotes there. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's in a master's program. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I mean, this is still a transitional period for you. And if people are going to hold you back from being... I, okay, here's the problem. I don't think he's being who he wants to be. Well, he's having a problem with himself here. Yeah, he's clearly saying that he's not the person he wants to be, but also learning what he's learned, he can't help but be this person. This is the person who his education is making him become. Yeah. I think there's got to be a way where you can split up your professional life from your pleasure life, if that makes sense, your, your, your free time life, I guess. Uh, but how can you change your personality based on what? I don't know. This is something that's completely new to me because I've never learned something that has changed who I am. Yeah. Uh, ne neither have I, but I have friends who are philosophy majors, and they've, right. they've told me literally the same exact thing. Like, it's changed their outlook on the world, and it's driven wedges between them and their family or friends. And Yeah. And, uh... Huh. It's weird. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to what to say here, and I don't want to go on without giving advice. Um, I mean, can you have this conversation with your friends? Are they open to that conversation? Are they aware of what's going on? Yeah. And your family. We've... Like, can you sit down and be like, "Look, this is what's what it's turning me into," and I need you to know that, you know, I still, I still, uh, I, you know, love our friendship, or uh, you know, anything like that. I don't know. Sorry the dog's barking. It threw me off. It's okay. I, al I also feel like... I feel like what he's talking about, he has learned in his philosophy degree, is being solidified by the fact that people can't handle that he's changed. Like, at least the way everything was worded is, like, this is sort of proving that what he's learned is correct. Yeah, which is probably an even scarier feeling. Yeah. But I don't know what kind of advice to give, because I almost feel like you're getting open to the truth instead of being so, you know, lost in, I don't know, I don't know. I just feel like this education is teaching you the real way of the world, and then you have us who are, like, not educated in that, and we're, like, blind to how the, the way the world really, really works, I, I, which is kind of a scary feeling. I think... But you don't want to be jaded and, and beaten down by this education. Yeah. I mean, if it's not healthy, then... I mean, just because you know the truth, you want to be able to enjoy life. And if the truth is going to make you not enjoy life, then I don't know, you gotta, you got to figure something out, right? Well, not just that, but um, also, too, it, he hasn't made it away, so I'm wondering if he sat down and talked with his friends and like yeah. the people he loves about this, because if they really care about you as much as you seem to care about them, and you sat down and, like, explain to them why you might be different or like how you need them with you even though you may be a different person i think they would i i feel like i at least i know my group of friends would be like supportive of me and like they wouldn't like it wouldn't be like if i just sort of became a sin for lack of better words a, a cynical like asshole-ish kind of guy i don't think my friends would like support that or like want to be around me anymore unless I explain to them like look it's being caused by all this stuff that I learned and I need you guys to help me yeah. be me and not let this right. take over but the fact that you they aren't is what's making it difficult for you yeah and I know like 
a shift in personality can really screw stuff up. Um, when I was in college, we had a pretty heavy party phase, and I decided to pull myself out of it. Um, like I just didn't want to be involved anymore. And uh, when I decided on, you know, not going to parties and not going out to the bar and getting my work done first and, you know, maybe drinking, like, with my friends once every other week on the weekend, that really affected my friendship with some people. And I know how difficult that can be, and I know that I still struggle to consider myself close friends with those people because of how far we've separated ourselves because of that. I mean, it ruined a few friendships. So a, a change in personality when it comes to friends that you're used to hanging out with really can affect, affect things. And the best thing I can do is just, I, I mean, I've tried to talk to them and make, make it clear as to why I'm doing this and why I'm changing my morals. And uh, it worked in some cases and it didn't in others. And I guess if it didn't work out, then it wasn't meant to work out, right? Yeah. I don't know. That's the way I feel. I think you just need to make it known to them. Yeah, definitely. That's that's the only thing I can think of too is is make sure that they understand that your your personality is shifting, but it's not it's not because you're changing. It's because you're becoming like it's because of what you're learning, and that's what's making. And you also difficult. don't you don't want to make yourself seem better than them, than them either, because like that's going to be a tough conversation to have. Like, hey, listen, you know I'm going for my master's, right? Well, I'm learning a lot more than you know. And that makes me a jaded and bitter person. Yeah. Like, you don't want it to come out sounding that way. So but I, That's something you're going to have to develop before you... <coughs> yeah. And I'm not saying he's going to go out and say that. No, no, no. But I it, think... it could easily be taken that way if your friends are already kind of irritated. Oh, definitely, for sure. And I don't think it would really be taken that way, but it could easily, easily be steered in that direction. Yes, agreed. So, is that where we're going to leave this one off at? I guess so. So you know who you are. I hope we helped. I hope we helped too. If not, and let if we us didn't know. help, call us out because that was a difficult one. All right. Uh, do we want to do the Twitter question next? It's a short one. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, this one comes from someone on Twitter who hasn't said anything, so he's going to remain anonymous. Um, at Yes Men Show. I just returned from Disney World. How do I deal with post-Disney depression? That's something I've dealt with a lot. <laughs> yeah, I've never been to Disney, I, so I don't... I've, dealt, I've had to deal with post-Disney store depression. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I want to figure out a way for us to go to Disney. I want you to go to Disney. And I want to go with you. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. But um, I have been going to Disney World since I was... Before I can remember. Um... And it's just become part of my family's, like, uh, it's just kind of our thing. My parents got, like, a timeshare through Disney, so it makes life a lot easier. Um, but I know, like, that feeling leading up to Disney is, like, you know, you're, you're, you're just so excited to get there and to, to just experience it all. And when you come back, it just, it's going to sound really cheesy, but, I mean, there is this, a, a magic to Disney World. Like, it does feel magical, like something you don't... There's stuff there that you'll never see anywhere else because of special effects and because of just uh, employee morale and, and you know, personality there. It's just, it's just great. And then you come home and you go to, like, a Walmart and you're like, oh, 
like, so this is how, you know, like, employees are other places, you know? Like, I'm not going to sit down and, and, like, employees there are almost encouraged to, to have a 20-minute conversation about, about, you know, where you're from or, or something like that. And it's just, like, the personality of the employees itself alone is enough to make you not appreciate the world uh, outside of Disney, which sounds pretty lame. But, I don't know, just something about that place, it, it really can just ruin home for you. Um, but the best way to deal with it is, you know, um, just remember it was a vacation. It, it, it wasn't real life, you know, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure. It looked like you were falling asleep. No, no, no. I just, okay. I'm not, uh, money bags Mike Bennett, so I don't know what. I'm not either. Well I don't have any money at all. <laughs> it's my, my parents invested in a timeshare forever ago, which means we can afford to go. So they spent the money when they had it, and no, what that means is they get points every year, and they can cash those points in on Disney stuff. I'm only kidding, so, Mark. Yeah, well, sometimes I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> no. Either way, I don't know. Just remember that was a vacation, and you know the real world is gonna suck compared to Disney. That's just the way it's gonna work. Yeah. You know. Now that Chris made me feel bad about myself, he can read the next question. Okay. Am I going back to the email? I think that's the last one, right? Uh, yep. We just had that last email that we got today? Yep. Uh, July 7th, actually, so yesterday. Okay, yesterday. Okay. This young chap says... Uh, I don't know why I said young chap. Well, I, I guess I... I don't... I am a... I mean, he says he's a teen, what? so... He says he's a teen, but... Yeah. I am a male teen who happens to be gay. I want to tell others, but some people I know are fairly naive about this specific topic. How should I tell them about my sexuality? I love your show and keep up the good work. Well, young chap, we love you. Hey, <laughs> we do. Um, one thing to remember is that it is 2013, and you're lucky. <laughs> I mean, at this point, at this point... It almost seems like that's a conversation that anyone should expect to have. You know, I mean, it's although they may be naive, um, we live in a world where where being openly gay is accepted in a lot of places. Um, I was going to say, Mike, you got to take into consideration where <clears throat> where this kid might be from because well, that's true. In our area, it's not accepted at all. Oh, I totally disagree with that. Because the kids who... Uh, there are a lot of people in our high school who are openly gay, and they were the cool kids in high school. Okay, but... I think maybe our specific section of central Pennsylvania, like this town right here... See... It's it's okay. Because in my high school, like, it wasn't... I don't okay, know. Okay, yeah. I, I'll agree with you. Your town, there's something special about there. I taught there for two semesters of my college. There is something different about that school. But if you drive 15 minutes... To the west, to that other high school that's not far away, right? Where our friend Matthew Fry is from. Oh, that direction. Okay. People come to school and threaten his life for no right. other reason than the fact that he's a gay. And I think that's gonna be something that happens anywhere. I'm, I am. I mean, I'm. I'm blind to that, but I'm sure it happened 
here at this school too. Um, I don't know. That's that's tough. But I guess the real question is how to come out about it. Yeah. To your family and friends. I. <clears throat> um. So so you're right. You're right. Where where he is from is going to affect how this works. Yeah. My because if you're from. Well, I normally would say Central Pennsylvania, but I just disregarded my opinion on that, especially in this town. But uh, if you're from, like, Kansas or something, that may be something that you're not used to hearing. And I'm not from Kansas, so I'm just throwing a state out there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I guess you got to figure out how that orientation is, is taken in that area. And this shouldn't yeah. matter. Like, the, that's the one thing I want to state. Yeah, no, this it, shouldn't, it shouldn't at all, but realistically it does. But realistically, unfortunately, it yeah. does matter. And you don't want to... You don't want to alienate yourself from your friends, you know, because that can be a scary thing to hear. Yeah. Especially if some of your friends are guys. is They may be able... They may take that a little differently. And that can be tough, unfortunately. Um, and I've never... No, that's not true. I, I have been told by... I was in ninth grade and one of my close guy friends told me he was gay and, and it that didn't affect our friendship but I guess I'm an easy one to tell that to yeah <laughs> I don't know uh, how your friends are well <clears throat> my suggestion would be like bring up maybe like a celebrity who's homosexual or like someone well known who you know has that lifestyle and see how your friends react to it because, yeah. um, you know, that will find out, that will show you if you don't already know, your friends look on it. And if, yeah. and if your friends don't react negatively, then you should have no problem I telling mean, them. Yeah, and if they do affect neg act negatively, there's not like a time limit on when you have to yeah. come out. And if it's not the right time, it's not the right time. I, um... I was going to say, I also would, like, don't tell everyone at once. Maybe tell, like, your closest friends first. Mm -hmm. And then, so that maybe they can help you out, you know. And then, and then expand it out to the point where you're telling people. And that's not because, I'm not saying that because being gay is something you should be ashamed of. But if you're somewhere from, like, the towns that surround where where we live, you know, you're not gonna... You, I'm not saying you should hide who you are, but you don't want to be put through what some of the people have been put through. All right. But, but if being an individual is worth it to you, and you know that you're a strong person and can handle that, then I say embrace it and be who you want to be. Um, remember, unfortunately, again, we live in a world where gossip is one of the main topics on everyone's conversation list. And if you tell one person and they tell one person, I mean, in a matter of a week or two, everyone could know. Which yeah. could be a good thing, because then you don't have to be the one coming out and be like, hey, this is how it works. But, you know, you do make the choice there. You know. Um, the uh, I don't know if... Has he come out to his parents yet? It doesn't say. I mean, I feel like coming out to your parents is the first big step. And it's probably not the first step that people always take. I feel like that may be the last step a lot of people take. 
But I'm sure you have that one friend who you know 100% will understand. And maybe just sit down and talk to them about it, because they know you better than we do. Um, you know, and like, maybe you coming out to a close friend who you know will understand will allow you to, to converse about the friends who you're worried about. Because it sounds like you are kind of concerned about some of them. Yeah, I agree. So... And and I, I also agree that you I'm sure you have one person who you know you can trust and who you know will be helpful mm-hmm. and who knows you and knows the people you know. And again, I, I don't want to stress this enough. Or I want to make sure I stress this enough. It is 2013 and this is something that is not unheard of anymore. So you are lucky because... You know, 10 years ago, this would be a totally different situation and completely new for people. I mean, yeah, you know, it would just be coming out of the, the closet, for lack of a better term, it 10 years ago could have really screwed up your, the rest of your high school career. But now it's just going to mean that you have a different, you know, you have a different orientation and maybe this introduces you to a whole new group of friends, too. Exactly. So, um, but here's hoping that you do not live in an area that's... The, the fact that you said some of your friends are fairly naive on this specific topic does make me wonder if you do live in, an, in a pretty open area. You know, because, you know, you, you could have said that your friends are really hateful about that kind of stuff. And that would be a totally different situation. Yeah, but... I... You know what friends are going to give you a hard time. If you know your friends at all, you know which friends will be difficult. But in the same sense, I I feel like uh, being naive, being in an area where people would be naive about homosexuality is is equivalent to being in an area, like, it's it's got to be like a notch away from being in an area where people are hateful about it. That's possible. I mean, it's if it's new, if it's new, it could easily turn into something hateful. Remember... Change, change doesn't, doesn't work for a lot of people, you know, and it's going to be tough. That's, that's, I mean, it's not going to be like, oh, I told them and everything's fine. It might take a little while to, to rebuild, you know, rebuild some of these friendships, but I'm sure it can happen, you know, because some people, this, and this goes for anything, not just like coming out and being gay, but if, if you tell someone something and they feel like you've been hiding something from them that's that's as big as this, they could take that as, like, a sign of, of uh, you know, mistrust, you know? I mean, whether, whether it's, oh, hey, by the way, I'm gay, or, oh, hey, by the way, you know, uh, trying to think of another... You know, it, it, they could feel like you're hiding something from them. You know, and they could be angry that you took this long to tell them. Yeah, I... I don't <laughs> know. That kind of has me at a loss because, like... You're just kind of... I don't know. It's weird to me to think that someone would be angry at another person for being uncomfortable about... I'm not saying that they'd be angry about that. I'm just saying they might be angry that you didn't tell them sooner. You know? And you do not want to tell some of your friends and then choose others not to tell them because that could cause a problem. I mean, like, 
hey, so I chose to tell these three friends, but I chose not to tell these three friends. Oh, well, why'd you wait? To yeah, but what if, like, he knows, what if he knows for sure that the three friends he didn't tell would, like... Well, then it's not a problem, right? If they're gonna be hateful, then... But, but what I'm saying is, like, okay, let's say, let's use your scenario. He has mm -hmm. six friends, and he's hanging out with all six of his friends. And he does the whole test the waters to see what they f how they feel about homosexuality thing. Right. And three of them react negatively, and three of them react positively. Mm -hmm. Now, look, like, so he should tell all of them? Or should he tell the three that are positive and maybe try to, like... Well, you can try to wean the other ones onto the subject. But what I'm saying is, is you don't want to just hide it entirely. Yeah, no. But also... Because, and I'm, I'm speaking from experience here, like, um, the friend I was referring to earlier waited to tell some of my friends. And because of waiting, they felt alienated entirely, and I, I saw the hate that came out of them. And again, this was probably almost... Well, not ten years ago. Well, actually, it's getting there. Like, probably like seven or eight years ago that this happened. But he had chosen to tell some of the other friends later. And that developed some hatred. Not because of him being gay, but because of them feeling like they were the lowest on the totem pole in the group of friends. And that... that I, I just... I didn't want to say that it was specifically from experience that I, I, I saw, but it, it was. You know, they felt... They felt like they were either not as important or that they were, they felt like they were viewed as worse people because of them being chosen to be told so much later. It's just something to think about. I mean, and that's going for say, telling them, telling anything, yeah. any sort of something that's considered a secret. I'm just trying to say friends can be difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. They can be. So, I don't know, I just, I just wanted to, I wanted to refer to something without actually saying that, but now I will tell you that I have seen that happen, and I, I just would hate to see that happen to someone else, because it did kind of put a fault between some people. Yeah. And that's... So. And that's a specific situation, I'm not saying that would happen with, with your situation. But, but it's like, it's sort of like the whole, like... It's the same scenario, and it's showing a possible outcome that you saw. Right. I just don't. I would hate to see that happen again because it even it didn't just cause faults between the person who had come out and that person, but it caused faults between people who were accepting and people who weren't. Yeah. You know. So I don't know. It's going to be a tough time, but again, that was eight years ago. So. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's a good place to end. Yeah, I think so. So do you want to cool. recap all the questions? Yeah, we can recap. Uh, the first one that we had answered was the Etsy question, right? Yep. Which, by the way, that stuff's awesome. Um, I was just checking it out. Um, so right now you can find it at uh, Morbid Ecstasy, X-T-A-S-Y, on Etsy, and it's some really cool looking jewelry so I would say check it out as long as she doesn't change the, uh, <laughs> the store name but either way um, I think we came to an agreement there that you know it is something that you've identified with for so long that 
you know, you don't really have to change it. But if you do, let people know. Yep. Let people know, let let your customer bases know that you are changing your name. Um, what was the next question we had? Oh, the next question was. Oh, it was the uh, the philosophy question. Oh yeah. Uh, sit down with your friends and and tell them that you know your outlook on life has changed due to your schooling but you don't want it to change your relationship with them and hopefully they'll understand and remain being your friends because on the inside you're still the same person it's just your personality has been slightly altered you know what's kind of funny is uh that question and the last question kind of do have a lot to do with each other Mm -hmm. i mean you can see the parallels there yeah for sure Um, I mean, you're not a different person. You just have been introduced to a different way of, of life, a different lifestyle, I guess. So, again, and we'll, go, we'll recap the last question. The last question involved someone who wanted to come out to his friends and, uh, as gay and, uh, you know, is concerned about their reactions. So, again, sit down with your friends, you know, maybe test the waters, uh, but, you know, just... Be cautious that friendship is more important than sexual orientation. And whether you're coming out as, as gay or as anything, you, you do not want to alienate your friends. You want to make sure that they, they can trust you and don't, you know, you just, I, that was my little piece of advice. Just, I, just remember that friendship is the more important, is, is the most important part. I, I'm going to slightly disagree with you there and say that his sexual orientation is definitely more important than friendship. Especially if the people are going to be hateful towards him. I'm not saying like, they're going to be hateful because of his orientation. I'm saying because if you choose to tell certain friends over others, they'll be hateful because of how you view your friendship. Yeah, you know? but also your sexual orientation is a part of you. No, and you shouldn't... Like, you are, you are the number one most important thing to you. That's how you should view your life. And I agree with that. And I, I don't disagree with you there at all. Yeah. But, you know, if if you do test the waters and you find out some of your friends aren't going to be accepting of it or are going to react negatively, then maybe they're people you don't want as friends. Or maybe you can hopefully change the way they feel about it. But, uh, most importantly, you need you need to be yourself. And being in your teens, it's the most confusing time because you're trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. And one of and the it's not steps, just confusing for you, but it's confusing for your friends too. Yeah. And one of the things is just uh, becoming the person that you enjoy the most. Most importantly, you have to like yourself, and that's what matters more than anything. Yes. Very true. Also, uh, so, Disney, World, Disney World isn't a real place. I mean, it's a real place, but remember that it's a vacation, and uh, just don't, don't get trapped in that Disney way of life. And if you're going through withdrawal, just watch some Disney movies or something. Yeah. 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 Uh, so if you want to ask us a question, which we would really like you to, because we're going to try to record again this week. Yeah. Uh, uh, preferably, you'll be hearing this Tuesday... Uh, the ninth. Mm-hmm. So, 
please, please, please get us questions in as soon as possible so we can record by Thursday. Yes, that would be awesome. And we'll keep tweeting about it, post on Facebook about it, but please get us your questions. We appreciate it very much. Yes. Uh, so you can tweet us at Yesmen Show. You can send us a message on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash yesmenshow. You can email us at yesmenshow at gmail.com. You can call us at 1-815-2-YES-MEN or 1-815-293. I'm getting really close to remembering you, this. You are. 1-815-293. Seven, seven six three six. Seven six three six. Yep. One eight one. So do all that. Yep. And I'm gonna take a screenshot so we have a something for our cover photo, but I don't know how to do that on here. But I'll just take a picture. Okay. <laughs> of the screen. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. Uh. Bye. Thank you for listening.